Spanning the globe to bring joy to one and all. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Writing the wrong. That's what I'm talking about. Your daily dose of positive nuggets. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't even feel my arms. A show for the faint of heart. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Spreading sprinkles of knowledge as far as the eye can see. You is talking loco, and I like it. Jay Daniels. Well, there's nothing like experimenting. Kevin James. My life is good. Really good. It's that I just don't care. And anyone else who wants to work for free. It's Spokane's official morning show. Jay and Kevin. Well, hello. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and adults of all ages and sizes. Hello and hi there. It is I, the Righteous Reverend Jay Daniels, broadcasting a live from beautiful downtown Spokane, Washington. 99201, live from Studio C, second floor, digital, world broadcast center of the KXOI building. It is a Wednesday. It's 9-13-23. Hi, Kev. Hey, buddy. Hey, bu- hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, it looks like it's a big day, man. Big day. Well, what's the big day today? Well, let me look real quick here. I'm going to get online. Uh-huh. I, this... I am unaware of any big day today. Oh, Kev, so... big day. Big day, bud. I didn't you get the memo? I did not get the memo. Don't understand how you missed the big day memo, but big day. Uh, this, I don't even know how I noticed this this morning, but I was uh, well. I mean, I was driving and I had my eyes open. That's how I noticed it. And I got to the corner here, right by the building, and I glanced to my left to make sure there was nobody coming as I was beginning to turn right on red right here on uh, Boone, and our off of Boone. And I looked and I saw the sign at the Spokane Veterans Memorial Arena and it said, and one more. And then it had the countdown clock. I was like, another oh, countdown. Oh, here to we another go big again. Concert. Yeah, here we go again. Oh, it is. I do like that they do this now. It does make it exciting. I, the only thing I didn't like is that it was, I think it said, no, it was, what time was it when I went by there? Five, oh, five, I think. And it said eight hours and whatever. And I thought, oh, that's Ooh. too far. That's that's we need it earlier than that. I don't understand. I mean, a good countdown for more, most humans who are going to see it later in the day. But yeah, maybe. So, what does that put it at? Two though. Two, three o'clock. Oh, three, three. It's just too far. It's just because at yeah, first it's I a thought, weird time to announce too. That's what I see. Okay, thank you. Because I was thinking eight hours. Maybe I'm reading that wrong. So I sat there until someone came up behind me and honked and was like, "Oh, get out of the way!" And then I thought, well, maybe. Maybe I'm. I shouldn't be seeing the fact that it's the Globetrotters. I'm like, well, maybe it's the Globetrotters. And I'm like, now they've already announced that they they did that yesterday. Globetrotters, January yeah, 29th. No, wouldn't. That wouldn't be a and big I don't countdown, feel like they'd right? Make a countdown for the Globetrotters. I don't think so. They come every year, you know. It's, yeah. So it's I, great entertainment, but I don't absolutely. know that it deserves a countdown. And let's Sorry. let's you know, no offense to any Globetrotters listening. No, if they're up and listening. Uh, you guys are great. Well, they're up. They have to practice. You don't just get that good without practicing, Kevin. That I would imagine is a fact, Coach. <laughs> so, no, it's not the Globetrotters, but yay. Yay for Globetrotters. Love it. Love you know, the January appearance. Good job. The only thing that worries me a little bit is that it's not going to be a country show. Or maybe you would have heard about it already. Well, I heard about mm-hmm. something. Oh, you did. I did hear about something. And it's not, uh, oh boy, I'm, let's see. It's not a country show, but it could interest, our, but it would interest, I would think, 
lots of our listeners. But I don't know if that's the one, but I don't know if that's it. Okay, Jay, I don't know what you've said there totally. I was trying to think. So it may not, it's not country, but it could list interest our listeners. Yes, correct, Kevin. Very is good. It? Here we go. This is a fun game. <laughs> this is a great game. This is a terrible game and a great game all at the same uh, time. Well, see, a comedian would interest our listeners, and it wouldn't be a country singer. And yeah, I don't know. We haven't had any, like, comedians come through that are, like, big arena shows, have we? Uh, well, I, I don't remember one. So no. what, what comedians do arena shows? Kevin Hart, he sells out arenas. Um, I bet you people like him. Uh, I have a real guess. I'm not going to say it. You have a real guess and you're not going to say it? Okay, well, that's probably good then if you think you know. I mean, I don't know if you know. I don't know that I know, to be honest with you. But I, right. it's one of those, you I know, mean, someone said, someone told someone who told someone who uh, thought. Just get that, it on the record. Kid Rock. <laughs> the big 99.9 Coyote Country. I see what The big 99.9 Coyote Country. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. The Jay and Kevin Show. The Jay and Kevin Show. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Hello, Kevin. James. Well, I have a question for you today, Jay, about a food item that I really enjoy, but I don't know if it's odd or if this is something that a lot of people feel the same about. Uh, you Have you ever made a salad or bought a salad from someplace and then you put it in the fridge overnight right you didn't finish it whatever oh yeah i did the thing the other day where i bought two of the same salads favorite salad i'll give it a shout out if you don't mind Uh, i sure go for it the pierce salad from caruso's is the greatest salad okay i don't know what that is but stinking good yeah it's got fruit in it's got strawberries blueberries it's got uh chicken i put chicken on mine of course and then it has like a poppy seed dressing. It's very, it's very good. It's sweet, you know, obviously because of all the fruit, but yeah. it, it just tastes delicious. And I was eating, oh, it has croutons. And I was eating, I bought two of them because I was like, I'm going to have one today and then I'm going to have one for lunch tomorrow before I go get my groceries. Gotcha. So that was the game plan. Worked out great. But the one that had been in the fridge, of course, I had put some dressing on it already and had a couple bites of it before I put it in the fridge because half, you know, one wasn't enough. Right. And then I pulled it out and started eating it yesterday, and I realized, man, I love me a soggy crouton. A you know how they get when, okay. when they've been in the fridge or they've had the dressing on them yeah, for a while. Right. Yeah. They go from being so hard, and these are like those homemade, really hard croutons. Yep. And then you get, and they're they're dense, right? Like they, oh, those are good, thick. <laughs> Some croutons you just bite and they just crumble in your mouth instantly. These are like a good, thick homemade crouton, but they are. I don't know when they get soggy. The soggy crouton, I love it. Sounds terrible. But I'm understanding that if it's too, sometimes they're just too hard. You know, you can't, and they're, or they're, if they're big too, it's also kind of hard to. And these are pretty good size. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you're going to chip a tooth or something. Absolutely. Yeah. And but all the, the way to soggy, I don't know. Is okay, there somewhere and, and in, the, like, in between? Yeah, I think that it is. 
I, I don't know if I want to say completely soggy. Yeah, that I would think be, I understand what you're saying. That would be though. a little unfair, you right? Know? Yeah, but and the other thing is, it also then has the flavor usually of the dressing or whatever. Yeah, and if you like the dressing, I don't know. Is it normal to like a soggy crouton? Mm, I'll put it on the poll. A semi-soggy. Let's go semi-soggy crouton. Semi-soggy crouton. crouton. Semi-soggy crouton. That's what we're going to call it. All right. I'll put the poll up on our Twitter page right now. See how that turns out today? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure the text line is just blowing Oh, they just lo- a lot of soggy. It's like people are like, this is how I was going to start my day today, was giving my opinion on croutons. Is it normal to love a semi-soggy... Semi-soggy. semi Semi-soggy. Semi-soggy. Semi. I say semi. You say semi. No, I don't. I don't say semi. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why. Semi. Semi-soggy. Well, semi-soggy sounds... eh, No, it's still semi. Semi-soggy. I guess semi is, uh, you know, partially. Semi is a truck. Maybe that's why I should say semi or semi-soggy. Is it normal to love a semi-soggy crouton? All right. Posted. Twitter. Uh, Tom first in with the vomiting face. Oh, Tom. Uh, maybe not normal, but clearly, what does this one say? But clearly your tastes are refined. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's a lie. Well, I like that person, too. <laughs> obviously, that proves that they are uh, refined. Yes, they're obviously a high class. A lot of high class people will enjoy a semi-soggy crouton, as documented by one text. Yeah, and some stuff, you know, I don't like it if it gets soggy when it's been in the fridge yeah, overnight. Yeah, that makes sense. You're just, you're just like, nah, that kind of ruined it. But for some reason, those croutons, they just, they worked. Also, I'm wondering what was happening here in the control room. I don't know if Diamond yesterday was, I, I don't know what he was doing, but there's a bunch of down feathers on the ground. What? Like, right. I mean... Clearly too warm for any sort of down vest or anything, so I don't know that he was wearing any down clothing. Hmm. Duck? I, Goose. <laughs> duck, duck? Goose? I don't know what was happening in here. There's just feathers what? on the floor. Pillow? Maybe did he bring a pillow to work I, You know what? Maybe that was it. I, I don't know. Do we know if uh, the big drive with Diamond has been, you know, a na- taking naps? He's, he's like shutting it down mid-afternoon for like a little 10-minute ca- uh, little cat nap there. That's yeah. possible. Oh, maybe that chair in the studio is so bad. Ah, uh, yeah, it's he, not great, right? He likes to sit down more. Does he maybe bring a pillow to sit on? I, I'm hoping it's something like his, that. When he sets his, when he, sets, <laughs> I, I'm going to use his old name, his former name, his okay. Christian name. Mm-hmm. When he sets his big cat daddy buns on it. It just shoots the feathers out. I mean, it's possible. I don't know. I just don't know why there's feathers all over the floor. It makes me uh, curious. It is weird. And yeah, concerned. That, that is. Well, what's even going to be weirder is when you ask Diamond about it, and he says, uh, "I don't know. I didn't. They weren't here yesterday when I was here." <laughs> I don't know what you're even and talking about. Then it's going to be that weird. So apparently, overnight we had feathers uh, everywhere. Chickens. I don't know. Uh, also, Kevin, he, 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 Jim will come in, uh, Jim Diamond will come in, you know, in the middle of the day, noonish, and many times I will say something ridiculous to him to start his day. Yeah. It just... 
kind of became a thing where, I mean, I don't know. I'm usually, even at that point of the day, I'm a little bit maybe too high energy sometimes when Jim comes in. And he'll just look at me. He, I, I'm going to video his next look because he literally looks <laughs> at me like, really? with a love. Of <laughs> this is how I'm starting my day here. That's exactly what it is. You're like, yeah, I've been at it for seven hours, man. I'm, yeah, I got all sorts of wackiness going. Because sometimes I don't even care. Sometimes at noon, I'll need fake energy just to keep going. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. So I'm like, just you know, whatever it is, and most the most ridiculous thing, you know, he, I'll see. I'll just say it, and then he just looks over at me like, man, I wish you weren't here right now. Sometimes uh, at noon, Jay, I'm like an afternoon DJ, and I need a pillow. <laughs> the big 99.9 Coyote Country. What well, you need? The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Mater? Yeah, like tuh, mater, but without the tuh. What's your name? Kevin James. <laughs> Tractor tipping fun on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Audio of all time, and it's brought to you by the Barton Boys. Kevin. Yes, sir. What's the most important meal of the day? Well, I mean, they used to say breakfast, and I, I don't know if it's still now with all this intermittent fasting going on and people. I don't. I don't. Is it still the most important meal? I don't know. Should we ask Dan from Dan and Shay? It's all about eating breakfast. I feel like if you eat something in the morning, that really helps throughout yeah. the day. You know, you got to get something in your stomach, whether it's a juice, a protein bar, something like that, something healthy, egg whites, and then you're good the rest of the day. He says yes. I mean, they're, they've gone through uh, quite the transition as far as, you know, weight, especially, you know, Shay lost a bunch of weight, and apparently yeah. breakfast is still the most important meal of the day. According to Dan and Shay, and I have to say that because it rhymes. Yeah, and it's an important day, Dan and Shay. They thank you. Shay kind of sounded like he agreed. He said, "Yeah," of. and then, but he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't super yeah, I, yeah. He's like, "That's not what I did," but okay, yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. I'm going to agree because I don't like fighting. Um, Kevin, do you do what Brett Young does? I'm hoping the answer is yes. I like to cook, and one of the things I really like to do is kind of just like throw things together. You know, look in the fridge, see what odds and ends we have, and try to come up with something. I hate to waste food. And so, yeah, I enjoy it. I would say I'm average, maybe better than most guys. Do you do the look in the fridge? There's stuff in there. It's not really a meal, but if you combine the two things you had the last two days to make a meal, then you kind of make a new meal. Yeah, I... You know, sadly, I like you said, I don't have a lot of leftovers around here, but it is how I like came up with one of my favorite things that I eat now, where it was the eggs, scrambled eggs with chicken. Like I take my chicken breast that I already have cooked, right? And I do them in like the tenderloins where they're the the longer, thinner strips, and then I use scissors and I cut them up into little, you know, cube it up, right? And put that with the eggs, a little mother daughter reunion. Uh-huh. And then I put um, a little sour cream with it and mix it around when it comes, not when I cook it, but like when I take it out. Right. So it's got sour cream with it, and then I'll just put a little seasoning on it or whatever. Oh, so good. And you just call it that, the mother and daughter reunion? Yeah. Okay. Well, that one is the, uh, I don't, 
fiesta, mother and daughter. Yeah, well, right, depending on cream. the season. And yeah. it's that that just simply came from one day going, "What can I eat for breakfast?" And I just saw all those things, and I was like, "Yeah, I really like that." Now I do it all the time. Take all the things you like in the fridge, make your own concoction of whatever yes. it is, uh, name it. And then sometimes that stuff can become like a family tradition after that. I feel like that's sometimes how weird family foods get born. Is out of just looking in the fridge going, well, we've got some pasta. We got some noodles and I have some tomatoes and I have, you know, whatever. You fill in the blank here, whatever weird food would seem to be by itself. And then you just mix it together and boom. I did something last night that I don't remember. I don't think I've ever done it before, but. I had, well, it's like a hamburger, but it's chicken. I made like a hamburger patty, but it was a chicken patty. And just with the ground chicken. And then I was like, "Mm, I don't really want to use my keto bread for it. So I'm going to use, I just want to eat this thing, but I want it to be more like a hamburger. So I just sliced an onion and used the onion as the bunion. So you had onion bread. I guess I did. It was onion bread, but only onion. But only onion, yeah. Yeah, now, I think I tried this once before, and I cut the onion too thick, and it was just impossible yeah, to chew through. Yeah, you can't through. bite through it. So I did yeah. a good thin slice with it. It's a really good idea, and restaurants should be serving that. The only maybe problem somebody is does. then your hands just smell terrible. Yeah, what if that's you, a good point. What but, if you put like a piece of lettuce over the top of the onion so you're not actually touching the well, onion? Yeah, you're, and a lot of places do that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I think they do the the lettuce right, wrap that's on the, the burger. Bun, yeah, and I would do that, but I never have a head of lettuce. I always just you know do the. I've been on a spinach kick. Okay, yeah, that's harder to hold on to. Yeah, it wouldn't work. The most unhealthy all. thing I've eaten out of the refrigerator recently was. My wife made biscuits and gravy one morning for the kids. And then I saw, I'm like, well, I'll warm that up later. So I got some later. And then we're out of biscuits, but still had the gravy. So I just oh, yeah. warmed well, you it up. Can put that on anything. Well, can you put it on a spoon? Yes, Jay. Okay, cool. You want to know how many times when you've brought the biscuits and gravies yeah, in? Yeah, right. And you know what everybody keeps track of? How many biscuits there are. Yeah, right. So when like, yeah, setting, it was setting on the right. counter. In our studio, and it would be like, well, there's four biscuits left. If I take a biscuit, Jay knows I had a biscuit. You know what he won't know? It's how many spoonfuls I take out of this and eat. So good. It's probably so terrible so, for you, but it's so oh, awesome. I, I don't think it's good for you at no, all. But no. man, yeah. Um, I, this is a kind of a weird one. You know, did you see the story? And I'm sure you did. It's been a couple of weeks now, probably 10 days. Oprah Winfrey and uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson with their Maui Wildlife Victim Fund. You probably saw that. Yeah. How they each donated, you know, $5 million. And they were, they appeared together on all the social medias and said, okay, well, we're going to kick off the fund with $5 million each. And if you'd like to, uh, you know, help, then then here's how you help. And then people went crazy. No, they got so mad at them. I was like, what? Like, why would you celebrities ask for money? And I'm like, well, they did both give $5 million. And it's not like they were, I think they were just doing more awareness for it, right? Yeah, Oprah was confused. So we thought starting the fund with $10 million would be a great idea because any of, any of us who've ever been to any benefit, you know, you go to a benefit and somebody gives $10 million, that's called a good night. Yeah. Right. So we thought 
$10 million will start off the fund, we'll do what Dolly did, get other people to give money, and then we'll put it directly into the people's bank accounts. I was so excited. I was yeah. so excited about it. It's still and, a good idea. And then I got up the next morning. You still should be. Yeah. I was so excited. I got up the next morning and I saw all of this vitriol and I was like, whoa, what happened here? So this is what I want to say. I want to say that, you know, I think... Uh, in the beginning, so many people were calling asking, where do we give our money to? Where do... So I thought, I'm going to give people a place I'll to create. Give... Uh, we're going to create something. And I still think it's a really strong idea. I don't understand why people got so mad about that. Yeah, and it's, the, you know, it's weird that rich celebrities are asking everybody else for money. Is it? Well, they're not asking. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're asking for, for your them. money. I mean, yeah, I don't they're understand. They're just like saying, hey, you know, if you want to help out, here's a great place to help. They do that all the time. Yeah, that just seemed like they a do. weird it, one. It was weird. I, I was really, and I get it. Oprah is. She's a billionaire. Yeah, so rich. And The Rock's a millionaire. She, yeah, and could they give a lot of money? They did. They gave $5 million, which is quite a bit. And I, in calling out Oprah for not being philanthropist yeah is it's just weird silly i mean i she spends so much money on stuff and yeah again, it was a very weird take also her voice when she talks i still love listening to her voice she has a very listenable voice yes yeah. she just and then she was such a part of you know a daily routine for so many years one like, of the most recognizable voices probably in yes. the world for uh for eternity right Putting money directly into the hands of the people yeah. is a significant thing. And the model that's been created, I will say that as of today, 2,200 people have been cleared and verified. And those people are going to get a notice from the people fund of Maui and going to have the money. And it's working. It made account. me deeply yeah, mad. So, you know, it's a, she has a recognizable voice. You can't help she it. She does, yeah. You know who else has a recognizable voice? Who that? A Wookiee. A Wookiee? Yeah, Chewbacca has a very oh, recognizable... Yeah, I always forget that Chewie's a Wookiee. Yeah, has a very recognizable voice. This is the weirdest story. So this lady from Sydney, Australia, her name is Taylor, she somehow, people were giving out her phone number and saying, call this number, do your best impression of Chewbacca for a chance to win $100. Now... <laughs> She has no okay, idea. That is a great. It's, what a great ex-boyfriend! Move. It's the best prank ever. The, the there's a flyer. It's stapled up all over the streets in Sydney, Australia, featuring a picture of Chewbacca, along with a note that says, "Hey, call this number for do your best impression. You'll have a chance to win a hundred dollars." Hello. 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 Can you please stop calling? I've had enough. <laughs> it's the greatest ever. How annoying for her. Every time you answer the phone, you just get that. Oh, my gosh. You're like, Hello? <laughs> what a great prank, though. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? That's one of the ones where it's it's so quick. You know, you just, hello, and you immediately get the impression. And then you just go, okay, goodbye, and you hang up. You don't even wait because people are like, well, how, you know, how would I get my $100? Oh, my gosh, that's a great prank. Kevin's phone yeah, number is fun. 509-999-9 The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. 
You ain't make me, so you can't break me. You didn't build me, so you can't kill me. Kevin James. Um, uh, yeah, okay. On the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Uh, Spokane County Interstate Fair last night. Uh, it was Craig Morgan and it was Clint Black. In that order, Kev, I know you were wondering. Oh, which Craig Morgan was first. Yeah, he was first. Out of respect for the legend. Oh, man, and he is uh, he's all about that, as I'm, as well you know. Um, he's just that kind of guy. And it's, it is funny. Yeah. I'll start with that. At the concert last night, Craig Morgan was, um, you know, I did his show and then he goes backstage and he does his thing and then he wants to show respect. So he's like, hey, man, we got to run out there because Clint's singing right now and I want to go watch. Now, they've had some shows together and we'll continue to have some shows together, but he still ran out side stage, you know, recording. <laughs> he's like... He's like a fan. You know, he's videoing Clint Black singing from side stage. I'll have to see um, if there was any pictures taken of that because it just looked, you know, he just literally has a joy and an energy that's contagious and and inspiring. Craig Morgan does. He really is. He's a hard guy not to root for because he's just so, he's got quite a personality. I mean, the book, you know, the book's out. It was Number one seller in the nation for five straight weeks when it came out. Uh, you know, I'm waiting for the show. He was, <laughs> I know there isn't one, but I just need the movie and then I'll be more interested. Oh, the book? The, yeah, because the book, you know, it's like, I'm not going to read a book. Yeah, but, God, Family, Country. Well, here's the good news, Kev. There is an audio book and, and Craig okay. narrates it. That I could do. Yeah, I asked him. I said, "How how was it narrating your own book like that?" I mean, you're 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 the voice, and he goes, "Well, I'm terrible at it." He said, "You know, I would be, you know, reading it, and then I wouldn't even realize that I stopped reading and just started telling the story." And he said, "You know, I'm reading it oh, yeah. in in Tennessee. I'm doing the recording there. There's a producer listening to me reading in." L.A. somewhere, and the guy'd go, you know, uh, um, Craig, could you start from the top of that second paragraph again? I think you, I think you got off track. <laughs> like, That's exactly what I do during the news. So I, I relate, right. Craig Morgan. It's like you're reading it, and then you just start trying to tell it, yes. and then you realize now I'm all goofed up. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, actually it was this, and he goes, it was also funny because his wife proofread the the book, you know, and, and when he first put it out, and she was like making marks in the in the transcript saying, no, that's not what happened there. This is what happened. That was actually at this place. And that wasn't, we weren't at a party. We were there with our family. And that was, you know, and she was like correcting all the things because she actually remembered much better than he did. And he goes, well, why, where were you when I was writing this? Could have saved yeah, a whole no step joke. in the middle there. It would have been a lot better. <laughs> that would have been a lot better. <laughs> it would have been awesome. Uh, so I'll, how long did Craig Morgan get to play? Was it uh, a, Craig played an hour, and then okay. I think Clint played. I want to say seventy five ish, something like that. Okay, so it yeah. was, it wasn't like an opening act where he only got you know, no, thirty no, minutes or no, something. No, okay, no. good. And he was he was great, and um, it also was one of those nights at the fair. Kevin, you and I had a memorable night at the fair one time when it rained during a Rascal Flats concert. Oh yeah, and it just felt like a movie because it was the really light but yet warm rain. It was so great. And it was Rascal Flat, so their songs lend you to think of videos that are shot in the yeah. rain. And and last night was one of those where it was the perfect night, as it will be tonight for Martina McBride, where you don't even realize you're outside. You're just like, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, so perfect. Yeah, it was just insane. And he has new music coming out. It's new. He has some new songs, a couple of new songs, and on the album, on the EP that is going to be released here in the next couple of weeks, he's just 
finishing it up now, but he has he's re-released and re like he's redone some of his biggest hits and then done them in collaborations with other artists. Oh, okay, yeah, I like those. But it's not an exact replica of the song. Ooh, okay. So it's even cooler. So like he does Almost Home, you know, probably one of his, you know, one of his most famous songs from whatever that is, the early 2000s, I think. And he's got Jelly Roll on it because that's, you know, you've heard the story of, of Jelly Roll. You know, that that was one of the songs that inspired him the most when he was going through right. his, you know, situation in life that wasn't great. And and he played some of that for, oh, Kevin. That, oh, that's got to be good. It's Those two together. Be, I mean, if you don't really know that song, um, you know, let me just. from some honey. Yeah, and, he, and Jelly Roll's on it. So amazing. Well, and Jelly Roll always sounds like he is invested in the song emotionally. Oh, That's man. What I think part of what makes him so good. And this one that really was a big part of his life, like, dang, I can imagine how great that sounds. Oh, so good. And then he's uh, he's got Redneck Yacht Club, and he's got Luke Combs on that. I don't think I'm talking out of turn here by telling you this stuff, but it's like... It, oh, is this one of those where you hung out with him backstage and... You weren't supposed to say any of this? I don't know. We'll Are find out. Are you pulling out. a Kevin right now? I don't know. We'll find out. I think it's fine. <laughs> I think it's fine. It's coming yeah, out soon. Okay. Ah, well, whatever. Yeah, if not, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem... He's Craig Morgan's the kind of guy that you want to make mad, who one time said, you know, killing bad guys is kind of fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's Craig Morgan. He you know, actually hey, said that. I killing bad guys is kind of fun. <laughs> You know, I was like, it ain't for everybody, but I, I liked it. Yeah, it's so funny, is it? That's his laugh. You got it down. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to remember. Uh, that's what I love about Sunday is with Rascal Flats. Ooh, okay. Very, uh, you know, take me to church kind of vibe to it, and it's great. Okay. And it's great. And it might, it that's might, fun stuff. Yeah, it might be, uh, I'm all in. Yep, it might just be Gary. I'm not sure it's all of them like that, but it's Gary for sure. So, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I'm looking forward to it. Good guy all the way around. Inspirational dude. You can't you can't walk away from a conversation no. with Craig Morgan and not be inspired in some way, shape, or form. It's just crazy. Um, how was Clint Black? Clint was good great. Show? Yeah, he Clint was great. Show? He sounds. Uh, that's a guy. I don't think I've never seen him in concert. He sounds just like uh, you expect him to sound. You know where you go. Oh well, gosh, you you're right on the money. And I love the fact that they were both like that. They were both just where you go, okay, I got exactly what I thought I was going to get. Um, Craig's funny and, you know, joking around on stage, and Clint's just plowing through the hits, man. And now tonight you'll have to listen to Martina McBride try to sing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it's going to be perfect. should be all right. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw a Craig Morgan song at you, Kevin, and I'm going to let you choose. And I'm, I'm oh, I went Almost open. Home. You, you played Almost Home, and that, uh, I love that song. Oh, man, this song, I'm telling you. <laughs> And if you can 